Welcome to Commercial Real Estate School. I'm your host, Kyle and Sarah, and I'm also the Director of National Accounts at Zelnick National here in New York City. Now, this is just our second series here, so I want to give you guys a quick rundown of how this show works because it's a little bit different than most of the other podcasts that you may listen to. The guests are asked to come up with 10 topics, 10 things that they have found to be super important in their career things that they've done that have made an impact on their success. So they pick the topics. Each one of these topics, they get about four to 10 minutes. 10 minutes would be a little long. They're probably four to six minutes long. And they have to be, they're told they have to be packed with actionable information because you guys are busy, right? Got deals to do, got families to attend to. So each episode is just like that. You can pick and choose which episode you'd like to listen to. Um, and it's just valuable inside information from some of the top performing brokers in the country. So I hope you guys enjoy it. This is Chloe Heiligenstein from Collier's International in Charleston, South Carolina. Have you ever wanted to own a slice of a skyscraper, multifamily asset, or industrial warehouse? You see, billionaires have long used real estate investments to build and protect their wealth. And that's because the rules of real estate investing have traditionally favored the rich until now. Lex is a new way to invest in real estate. The truth is the best commercial real estate deals are hard to find. Unless you're an accredited investor or have some other type of access. I mean, even then you've got things like crowdfunding, REITs, and sky-high investment minimums to choose from. Until Lex. Lex IPOs building so you can start investing today. By taking buildings public, Lex has created a new way for you to invest in marquee commercial real estate. Build a portfolio by picking the buildings you want to invest in. Each building gets a stock chart, a ticker symbol, and trades just like other stocks. You can even hold these shares in your existing brokerage account after the IPO. And as a shareholder, you can get paid dividends flowing from the rent paid by tenants, earning you tax-advantaged passive income. Unlike other platforms, you can freely trade in and out of your positions without lockups or holds. You can get started today in just minutes and start exploring Lex's live and upcoming IPOs. So head over to lex-markets.com, sign up using the code CREschool, and get a $50 bonus when you deposit at least $500. Again, that's lex-markets.com, code CREschool. Lex, real estate investing for all. Education and reading, super important in college, but now also as a professional. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So when I first knew I wanted to get into brokerage, I made sure to read as many books I could about brokerage. I know that does not do it justice, but that's 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 some heavy reading. Yeah. Well, okay. Not as not (laughs) I exaggerated, but I read like the Encyclopedia of Commercial Real Estate or um, brokers who dominate or teams that dominate or some negotiating books just to kind of expose myself to other people's stories and really just to think, is this something I want to do? Is this something I really want to just take on head on right out of school? Um, So after reading those, I then started reading more news sources as I started Mm. to get more involved in the industry. I strongly believe, and I tell myself this every day, that knowledge is power. So the more you know about something, the more credible you're going to be as a professional, especially a younger broker. So now I just read a lot of publications, whether those are on supply chain or just industrial commercial real estate, investment activity. The Wall Street Journal, the logistics report is 
amazing or just anything in the Wall Street Journal is super helpful. So after educating myself on the commercial real estate industry, I started to, again, go with my specialization and read a lot of things that are either affecting our clients who are tenants, affecting our clients who are investors, or reading what's going on in the construction industry that's affecting our developer clients. So again, just reading as much as I can, whether that's, I mean, I do real, I still do go back to the fundamentals of just like getting into commercial real estate or reading about women in commercial real estate, but now I'm a lot more specialized on the industrial asset class. Yeah. I mean, there's so much access information, right? Like one thing I love to do is set up Google alerts for things that I'm looking for. Cause you know, time is super valuable. And if you can read some headlines, just give you a little bit of insight and then save it to go back. How do you prioritize what to read? What have you found uh, on an education standpoint to be most beneficial to your day-to-day process and ultimately your business? Yeah, definitely. So the Wall Street Journal logistics report, super helpful. Like you said, just kind of like go through the headlines, see what's going on in the market. If I have more time, some days I'm able to sit down and fully read the articles or I make sure to print them and then I can read them before I go to bed just to stay on top of what's going on. I also really like supply chain and dive just because that's really focused on the supply chain world and things and trends that top retailers like Amazon or Target are testing or how they're going about certain challenges and bottlenecks they're dealing with. That brings me knowledge that I can better advise my clients as they're kind of leading the wave. Just, I mean, there's so much, especially with industrial that's going on and changing on a day-to-day basis that reading obviously just about activity and trends and then just continuing to follow them. And I post them on LinkedIn religiously. I share kind of my snippets of the articles, but being diligent in your time as well. I mean, it is easy to fall behind, miss two days, but then making sure to go back when you get back on those two days and see if anything major has happened. I also do have alerts from our local newspaper of what's going on, but just staying on top of it, being diligent about it. And then Again, I sometimes even print, I go through all my news sources, like whether that's G-Captain, Supply Chain and Dive, Freight Waves, um, the Journal of Commerce. I print the ones that I think are interesting, that I'm the most interested in, and then I read them before bed as well because sometimes I like I like a hard copy to remind me to read it. Wow, that's intense. So that's how you balance your time, right? Like, Because you can't, you cannot get all this done and absorb all that information and do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. How do you go about, you know, saying, hey, this is time for education. Like this may be a time management question, but managing your sort of education time versus your, you know, doing work time. Yeah, no. And I think that's something with brokerage. That's, I think everyone struggles with time management, no matter how many years you've been in this industry. Again, there's just so much going on. So I usually try to read what's going on. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. And then I try to get into the office before any client interaction time so I can go through those news sources, whether it's from the day before or current day. And then again, before I go to sleep, I also do that. And then I also, let's say it's been three days, I haven't really been able to read as much and I'm in the car a lot. I just go to the supply chain now podcast and listen to kind of trends that they've been seeing. But sometimes it's more so the overall picture I'm trying to get if I don't have as much time. But again, just being diligent in some sense. Like if I don't read anything in regards to supply chain, I I feel a little out of the loop, a little out of touch, but just staying on top of it and make being diligent with my time management and giving myself that time before I'm interacting with clients to 
just read about what's going on. And then LinkedIn as well is a huge, huge source. I mean, you, you can get the app on your phone and just sit there at 9 p.m. If you're not doing anything, watching TV, go through LinkedIn. And that's another way to see what other people are sharing and posting about. Thank you for checking out Commercial Real Estate School. That is a wrap with Chloe Heiligenstein. She is a commercial advisor specializing in the industrial space with Colliers International in Charleston, South Carolina. If you're looking for industrial space and you need some assistance, Chloe is your girl. Her information is in the show notes, so please don't hesitate to reach out and tell her you heard her on Commercial Real Estate School. I think she'd get a kick out of that. Also, while you guys are down there, please subscribe to the show. And also, please feel free to give us your feedback. Always looking to improve. We're just getting started here. So any kind of feedback is super helpful. Thank you so much, guys. And I'll see you soon.